UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Oh, my word, is in his normal place. Good morning, Adam. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, Lizzie, I'm welcome back. Again. Well, yeah, back in the pyjamas <laughs> with a bowl of porridge uneaten. That's it. Oh, okay, there goes my breakfast. Uh, now... <laughs> Let's talk about the Ukraine response, because mm. uh, the United States are saying, hold on, this is a European problem, sort it out. <laughs> yeah, if only it were that easy. Um, <laughs> yes, the, the trouble is, it's where East meets West, isn't it? Where you have yeah. a good portion of a country that wants to be more pro-European and a good portion of the country that wants to remain more pro-Russian. And then Russia has, after all, got military bases in Ukraine uh, and is now, in theory, shoring them up. Or is that an invasion? Take your pick, because uh, clearly there are Russian forces going into the Crimean region. Um, <clears throat> I suppose you'd have to be terribly old to remember the Crimean War but lest we forget, there was a point at which the Western allies were fighting through Crimea, fighting against the Russians, amongst others. And uh, so, <coughs> clearly, that's too old to really uh, to muddy this, but we have an awful lot of pundits in London, um, including a former Russian army colonel who lives in London these days and members of all sorts of institutes and analysts saying this is the most dangerous situation since the end of the Cold War. And clearly, that involves the United States. And yep. uh, uh, they're making probably the strongest overtures at the moment. Most European countries, Britain included, are making diplomatic and peaceful overtures to Russia and Ukraine. But at the same time, little tiny things, like, for instance, there's a go-slow at the moment on attending the G8 World Summit in Sochi. Uh, no government ministers are going to be sent from here to the Winter Paralympics. They're, they're small things, but I suppose they uh, are seen as being key things. I can just see Putin running for the hills, going, oh, no, they're not sending any ministers to Sochi. <laughs> He's not going to do a darn thing. That'll scare him, yes. Yeah, you know. well, anyway, a leg to save a life. Yeah, this uh, this may be a world first, certainly a UK first, but uh, here we go. There's an extraordinary story, this. Um, uh, not for the squeamish, but, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be generous here. A guy called Ian McGregor, his life has been saved through an extraordinary operation. A cancer patient, he's suffering from cancer and a particularly aggressive kind of tumour. He had his leg attached to his arm in order to repair his body. If you bear with me, that aggressive tumour he had it had spread from his pelvis into his thigh and doctors at the Freeman Hospital in Newcastle were concerned that, yes, they could operate and they could remove the tumour, but after surgery there'd be so much of him missing that he may not heal. So they amputated his left leg below the knee and essentially they stuck it to his arm to keep the leg alive. The blood would keep flowing through it, etc. And then while they carried out the surgery, etc., then afterwards they used that leg to repair the area where the tumour had been cut out. Result, a patient who may have lost his left leg but is absolutely thrilled to be alive, wow. and as the patient here, McGregor, puts it, it was all very Star Trekky when he went in for uh, the original surgery, <laughs> but now he's just saying, you know, thank you to everyone for an amazing recovery. He's still alive thanks to this extraordinary operation. It's a fascinating story, actually. Uh, the falling grave. I thought the grave was down at the bottom and could not fall any further. <laughs> Six feet under. Yeah. Well, yeah, add another 20 feet to that, I suppose. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the wet weather that we're having. We still are having, by the way. It rained like crazy last night. Uh, Britain's wettest winter ever, and but except we're now in spring. But anyway... It's taken its toll on the only military cemetery in Wales. They've had a landslide and a few extra problems, and a sinkhole has appeared, which swallowed up the grave of a First World War soldier. The headstone is still there, but the, the rest of the grave, everything else, has sunk, gone way down. Ninety-nine years the grave has been there for a soldier called 
Private Francis Ryan from the King's Liverpool Regiment. So in other words, apart from making a great headline, it absolutely is true at the moment. The problem for the Wargraves keepers is saving Private Ryan. <laughs> now, the British Oscars. Now, I've got to warn you, I've got Nadia Nierfuto. She is in Hollywood. She's getting ready to chat to us. So you mustn't steal too much of her thunder. But I talk, talk to me about the British Oscars. Well, we did rather well. Uh, it could have been even better. I mean, Dame Judy just missed out and uh, splendid film Philomena missed out, although we didn't ever think it was going to win That's something that big. But uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor missed out on Best Actor. By the way, that wouldn't have just been a British Oscar <clears throat> or a London Oscar. That would have been my old school. It's not very often that an old schoolmate, not that I knew him, he's younger than me, but anyway, an old schoolmate wins an Oscar. Anyway, they all missed out, but Gravity won seven, a British film, thanks to the British technicians and everything else, mm. seven Oscars, and Alfonso Cuaron, by the way, he may be Mexican, these days he calls himself a Londoner, because he's lived here so yep. long. Yep. But the big one, of course, Steve McQueen, the producer and director of 12 Years a Slave, who has uh, therefore won for the best film, and is the first black filmmaker ever to win... Uh, best film Oscar, which in itself is extraordinary, given the you know eighty six wow. years of the Academy Awards. Yeah, and all credit to him as well because he's another Londoner, ain't he? Yes, he is. Never knew you went to Eton, by the way. Doesn't sound like it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Stop it. Oh no, and a great chatting to you as always.